Welcome back to St. Louis Live with Travis Terrell Owens, Chris Everett Denman, and Michael Phelps Gaines on 9:20 a.m. and streaming live at weareliveradio.com. Good morning, St. Louis. You are now tuned into St. Louis Live. Tonight, Chris Denman, Travis Drell, Michael Gaines, the great South City Tone just stopped by. Picked up his Gateway Pet Guardian hoodie. Fit him nicely. We'll post a picture of that shortly. Trav, uh, he brought you a treat of a sort. The devil has tempted me today, and it looks like. Aren't you I losing may, weight, bro? I'm about to say I may succumb to his temptations. Oh, what did he bring bro. him? I think he not only, he he won the prize, then he brought you in a slot. He bucket. brought, and when I say "n" and "we," it's probably going to be Carly and myself, likely. But uh, he brought in, I think, every combo menu item at McDonald's. Unbelievable. Gaines, does that just floor you? It's so sad. It's sad? Is it sad because you're doing your best to grab a little bit of this bag when no one's looking? Is it sad that Give me you're, that bread. You're, is it sad that you're sweating right now and that you're only on day three and this is probably the closest to, you've had in temptation? Travis got a triple cheeseburger at Wendy's yesterday. Damn! You're going to tell on me, dog? Hey, you want to play aren't like you, this? We'll play like this. You son of a... Hey, man, it was lunchtime. I was hungry. Aren't you losing weight, Travis? Hey, it was my cheat day. Travis, it was Wednesday. Oh, Travis Wednesday, Wednesday today. Travis got a total of five patties at Wendy's that, yesterday. That is, that is, that's technically not true. I mean, <laughs> hypothetically speaking. What's a triple cheeseburger a, plus a double stack? One, two, three. Damn, four, he's going five, through my five. entire order. You son of a mother. As you're, as you're taking the sandwiches out and setting them right next to me. <laughs> I am. I'm going to officially surround Gaines' computer with all the food. <laughs> Cruel and unusual punishment. Look, look this, Chris. I'm lining them up like dominoes. What is happening here? <laughs> look at this a burrito in here. I'm still going inside the bag. There's another burrito in here. Holy Christ. Oh, this is lovely. This is- There's another burrito. It's like Willy Wonka's Chocolate Factory. <laughs> Oh, this is like the saddest thing I've ever. <laughs> the McGriddles taste like McGriddles. You can eat the wall right now with McDonald's. I'm still pulling food out of this bag. Beef Momo texting in. Oh, hey, Beef Momo. Travis, yeah. are you excited right now? I am excited. He's at Horny, though. Uh, ah! Freaking trap. Got him, Beef Momo. Trav, we posted our fair or foul submission topics. Email St. Louis Live Radio at gmail.com. You can win a $10 gift certificate to Southtown Pub today. Southtown Pub! Coupons. That was a good. Good? Was good. Did you get it out of your system? That was good, Gaines. That was so good. Southtown Pub gift certificate. You can win that by emailing in honk. Your horn or not when you're driving. Horn or no horn when you're driving. Horn. It's not or a, no horn. It's not a, it's not a segment. Oh. It's not a segment uh, whatsoever. Uh, I know we'll update later in the show. Can I just give the preliminary update on our uh, morning melee for the day? Yes, please. 100%. Uh, <laughs> and there's, there's 100% of people think Giamatti can play. Saying no. Oh, okay. Giamatti right now. Giamatti's at Even a your 0%. mother has decided not and to vote for you in this poll. <laughs> she is saying that, no, you are not good at soccer. This must be a heartbreaking day for you and your family, making it awkward at family reunions Twitter this summer. Has, Twitter has so far spoken. Yeah, we'll see Look, where... If it's on Twitter, it's fact. I'm sorry. That's how it works. That's always been the law. Um, Cardinals lost last night and extras. That's a, that's a the tough Red one, man. Own us. Yeah, they do. They, do, literally, they, they really, really do. do. They, that's that's the, the thing. They just love beating up on the Cardinals at Bush. That's the thing. Get them out of town. 
Yeah. It was just a, the weirdest game. Cardinals fall, to, Cardinals fall to second place, half game behind the Brewers today. It was a weird game. Uh, it was very odd. The Cardinals had no business really losing that ball game. But the Red Sox just, for whatever reason, just love antagonizing us at Bush. I'm glad they're gone. Get out of here, Pedroia. Go on now. Get. Get. Go take your apples somewhere else. Yeah. In that movie, they <laughs> talk about, how about them apples? I remember that's the only movie part I remember. Uh, you know, you got to you gotta get that one. <laughs> those those hurt losing yeah. an extra 4-0 innings. lead. You get Mike Leak out there doing his thing again. And the Cardinals come up short last night, as Chris just mentioned, half game now. Out of first, those Milwaukee Brewers just apparently they want to keep doing this. Hey, I want to win and play respectable baseball so our fans can come out and support us type of thing. Get over yourselves, Milwaukee. Move on. Get worried about Green Bay Packer football. But they're in first place. Here we are nearing almost the end of May. Damn them. Damn them to hell. Um, Kangles wants to holler at that food, Travis. Please come on by. I will literally, you don't even have to stop. Uh, by and we'll park. Toss we'll it toss it out the, the window. Yeah. The, if you're Hampton. driving a pickup truck, that's even better. But we'll do our best. You think we can accurately throw one of these burritos inside someone's car? Oh, I could. If they rolled it? Shut I up. certainly could. Even if it was from a distance. <laughs> a moving target, even. 70 yards? 73. Oh, shut up. Uh, San Francisco coming to uh, to San Francisco Giants. They weekend. are, and they stink. And if you, would, you, you would normally, speaking of owning the Cardinals, you normally... Generally... They bad. They bad this year. They are not good. No, not which means obviously Madison Gumgardner will ultimately come off the DL and throw a perfect <laughs> game against the Cardinals. That's Matt, naturally how it works. Matt Moore faces Michael Waka this Friday evening. That'll be a great. It'll be a great time. That's fun. Waka Giants Flame, come to, back come to the town. Mound. Yeah, after uh, skipping a start. Looking forward to seeing him, how well that does for him. Your thoughts on Waka Flocka Flame, 314-880-0008. I don't know why that's not his walk-up music. I don't know why he doesn't play that every time. I don't know why that Michael Waka has not embraced more Waka Flocka in his life. It's so weird. Like, you're young. You want to be hip. Why not embrace more Waka Flocka, Michael Waka? <laughs> Fozzie Bear up in here. Hey, um, something did take place, though, yesterday. All the fun stuff happens as soon as we leave the studio. You know? and uh, it, you're it's early, it, man. It really is. That's very true. But, Gaines, you're, last night, yesterday, actually, yesterday afternoon-ish or morning-ish, I think we were, how we were doing our show, uh, your homeboy, uh, LeVar, LeVar Ball. Oh, oh yeah. I have a statement. Oh. oh. Mm, so, Travis... We, big surprise, Gaines. He, he has the same Gaines, stuff. Gaines, big surprise. Travis stepping all over your stuff. Oh, my bad. Oh, my no. Bad. No, you're good. Uh, I just, I was, I obviously wasn't going to bring it up as the Midwest brand. I was about to say that. If it was brought up, I did have a statement prepared. <laughs> all right. So, uh, for those who are not familiar, yesterday, uh, LeVar Ball, father of Lonzo Ball, uh, the guy that's essentially been going on every ESPN and Fox Sports show telling everyone how amazing his sons are and how he would beat Jordan and Charles Barkley. And essentially, his kids are worth $3 billion if any shoe company wants to come after him. Uh, he's been uh, old man yells at cloud from time to time. Old man yells at white women from time to time. Old man yells at white man from time to time. Old man just yelling half the time. And yesterday, he did more yelling on the Colin Cowherd show where he decided to uh, to continue to hype up his son after, of course, the lottery, the NBA lottery. Man, I'm tired of playing it. Let's just be heels. Can we just start screaming at everybody? Well, I think that's... This is such a good format. He's going to ride this all the way to... I'm not talking, oh, he won a million dollars in the lottery. He's taking this to the Monopoly Bank, my friend. This is going out of control, and it's all going according to plan, and his sons haven't played a minute in the NBA. Now, I... Good. You know what? Good for him. Well, here's the thing. I think uh, whether you like to acknowledge it or not, and, and I don't think it matters on what side of the aisle you're on, I think he's taking a page out of Donald J. Trump's playbook. Yes. And he is absolutely doing what he's sought out to do is yeah. bring attention to a brand and bring attention to his sons in hopes of either getting a better deal or leveraging a situation where he puts more zeros in his checking account. In the last four months, Big Baller Brand has, I believe, 250,000 more mentions on Twitter than Under Armour. So the- That's insane. And it, this should be like, uh, Gaines, you're too young. Travis, you remember whenever Shaq made the cheap Reeboks, and the yeah. kids would be like, I got Shaq shoes. And they're like, those are the ones from Walmart. You know what I mean? <laughs> right, right. They no. should be a tier below that. Like, these sh- you can't just make up a shoe brand. 
<laughs> you can't just do it for, some, for a highly touted point guard prospect. But you know what? He has done it, and he is doing it, and he keeps on. And I see people, oh, I hate this idiot. He's so bad for the – yeah, you're still talking about him. He's still looking out for his son. Now, I don't know what goes on behind the scenes, whatever. Whatever you want to say about this, it's working. He And a lot of people have opinions on this. So essentially yesterday on the Cowherd Show, LeVar Ball uh, had an issue with uh, Collins' uh, reporter – I forget her name. Kristen Leahy. Christine Leahy. Christine Leahy. And so she had so said... it was Jamal Leahy. I, I probably would have known. I would have seen him at the meetings. Uh, but what Christine, she has said previously some comments about uh, LeVar Ball's approach, uh, essentially being very aggressive, over the top, uh, even uh, maybe suggesting that she he is stifling the growth of one Lonzo Ball and the rest of his kids. Uh, and so, of course, LeVar Would went... He, he, that's an opinion you can have. Yeah, that's, she also questioned like his parenting, which is she did. Tough. She did. She she was very heavy handed in her mm-hmm. criticism of Lavar Lavar Ball and his parenting. Style. I didn't hear the report. Was she saying? Uh, was she saying like he like was it was it beyond? So I could say just him being in the public eye and everything like that. It's tough enough being a normal eighteen year old, right? It's weird. Like it's a weird time for people. You would just get embarrassed if your parents spoke up too loudly in line at at the grocery store, right? I mean, yeah, most yeah, of the time. Yeah, but I, I, it was, did she bring up a point where it's like, he's doing all this stuff. It's got to mess with them psychologically. She all said that, his son looks terrified. She suggested her That's son, assumptive. That's, <laughs> that's, a, that's a large like, assumption, especially, uh, I don't know, especially when you're looking at television and you're seeing the interviews for you to make that leap. But she decided sure. in her role as a reporter as a, as a, to editorialize on LeVar Ball's parenting skills. So when LeVar Ball yesterday went on the Colin Cowherd show and she was attempting to ask LeVar Ball questions, LeVar Ball chose to ultimately ignore her, essentially saying, I'm not talking to you. You're a hater. You know, I have a ton of respect. I feel the same way. I I, I have a ton of respect for you. But when it comes to me, Uh, he didn't say he said, I have a ton of respect for you as a journalist. But when it comes to me, I don't. You don't know what you're talking about. You're a hater. And he went on to essentially say she implied that it would do you well it, to do better than Under Armour and Nike and Adidas if you also market it to women. And to which LeVar Ball said, uh, yeah, if I was wanting, running a woman's company. So he then went on to say also in a similar breath that Jason Whitlock, who's also a contributor with Colin Cowherd. Oh, boy. Gaines, look out, because Travis is now going to try and move in on you, LeVar Ball Oh, crush. boy. So here we go. So then, so the that was insensitive. I will acknowledge that the, perhaps the way he was addressing her was disrespectful. I didn't have a problem with him that's defending what's himself. Tough. That's and, what's tough about mixing things up, because if it's two dudes going after each other, anything's open. Absolutely. And, if you, absolutely, and, and that's if, where I think we, saying, I'm going to get to that. And, that, and, okay, that, and that so part, no, that. no, but that part is where I think where our discussion will ultimately. And the design be, of the set. Yeah, and the design <laughs> of the set. Can we talk about just, that? Yeah, it's literally, it would be the equivalent if Gaines was behind me right now trying to have a conversation it, with me. So the way the set's set up is Christine Leahy is on the other side of the room of Colin Cowherd. They're both on like vaulted yeah. uh, seats. Right. And then LeVar Ball is sitting at the bottom right. in the middle. Right. And the it, mic faces. And a tribunal. The, and, yeah. Yeah, it is. And, the, and mic the mic faces, faces Cowherd. Yeah. And so it faces <laughs> away from her. And ultimately, so he was like, hey, I'm not talking to you. I'm having my conversation with Cowherd. And so after he made the comment about it not being a woman's company, he went on to ultimately say, hey, um... Yeah, Jason Whitlock can't say anything about me or my family. Jason Whitlock's only allowed to comment on snacks, to which I immediately go, all right, I'm going to buy me a baller brand shoe. Somebody get on line one. That's, <laughs> you uh, hate Jason I, Whitlock. I, I, oh, my God. Why With don't you like Jason Whitlock? Fiber of my being, because Jason Whitlock is what is wrong with today's sports media. Sure. Jason Whitlock is taking a point. Him and Clay Travis, very smart capable journalists guys who, who when they want to they they really can buckle down and get to the crux of an issue but they purposely choose the opposite argument only because it gives you clicks and it brings people to the top that's inauthentic that's so yeah. phony I don't and know it's if weak it's the, i don't know if they just choose the opposite it's does they know they found their lane because they don't all like they, okay. they've they've found the 
like conservative viewpoint. Let's take it to a whole nother okay. level. Okay. Jimmy B. Jimmy B's ball boy says she is very fine. She is. she is fine. She is fine. She was fine. So essentially, she. So when he does that in this interview, he essentially says, um, "You know, you have had disparaging things to say about me before." Well, and he said, "Stay in your lane." And he said, "He told her to stay in your lane." Okay. And. and that, right, that's, and and then she took to that, that. She took that as disrespect, and she said, and he ultimately said, "Hey, I'm not worried about you, you know, but I know how things work, and it's going to come back around on you." To which she went as far as to say, "Oh, is that a threat?" So now she escalates the situation. That's the thing, man. Like I get it. Like okay, oh, be respectful, but then this this the uh, you you're you're two people talking. Right. This is a, a journalistic point of view or whatever. He's a, it's a dude defending his family, who he is, whatever. And you know he's a bombastic person. Yeah. So, Gia, I'm sorry. The gloves are off. Absolutely. You don't, Gia, get, you don't fact, get to do me claim a favor. I'm upset. Go to, go, to, uh, go to YouTube and try to see if you can pull up a bit of that segment because I want the audience to hear. And look up LeVar Ball, uh, Colin Cowherd. And it should immediately come up. And if you can find a quick clip, because I just want to get the audience a better idea. You don't I know get I'm not... to get upset that he told you to stay in his lane. He would say that to whomever. He would say it to whomever. And, and so there's a lot that went on in that interview that everyone's piecing. Obviously, I'm enjoying the Jason Whitlock comment more than anything else. I am always here when the Internet wants to get together and we unite behind our hate for Jason Whitlock. That's when I think the Internet <laughs> is at its strongest. And, I am proud of you, and I salute every single one of you. So, like, I think he screwed up yesterday because you just can't talk – like, if you're – you can't talk about that way about if I – oh, if I owned a woman's company or something like that. It, mm-hmm. it, is, it is demeaning to saying – and it's not smart business to block sure, out 52% sure. of yeah, the – Yeah, that's not the, yeah. Right. Yeah. But – Make some pink BBBs, bro. It would be wise. If I sat up here and was, like, <laughs> mad about it today, it'd be – I'd be a total hypocrite Absolutely. because it's everything what I love about him. Yeah, very he's much. not – can't. He's not handling. He's not going with the PR that would firm be the before most, he goes to this interview. Like it's him. That would be the most sexist thing he could do is to treat her different than he would treat. Uh, in my opinion, treat her different than he would treat a male, her male counterparts. Right? Yeah, but he would come after he, them. Yeah, yeah, but he needs to. I think it, it's way. It's you need to pull the gender out of it a little. He more. would have looked Stephen A. Smith in the eye. I think when he Brand, was addressing would he? him. Yes, I don't know. Right, well, I, I've seen some pretty disrespectful stuff done to male right, Well, let's reporters. give a little bit of a snippet, if we will. Yeah, I just go ahead and push play. I think it has a little bit of what we're talking about. In regards to this is Colin Cowher, LeVar Ball, and Kristen Leahy. She is fine. She is fine. Uh, this is yesterday on the Colin Cowherd Show. Boss, have you sold any shoes yet? Yeah, I, I sold a, a good amount to me. Like I said, there's different amounts. How many? Stay in your lane. Anyways, I'm just curious. I don't even worry about her over there. Like, Every why time not? She scares me to death. She says she scares Lonzo. Lonzo's scared of me. She scares I me. That's I'm why I don't look that way. I don't look over there because she scares me. Well, I'm thinking no, I, of Saul right now. I'm just trying. I'm, Leave I'm, me alone. Uh, uh, I'll tell you, four, <laughs> five hundred pair. So she's a reporter. Her job is to probe. She can report to whoever she wants behind her. What's, I'm talking I, what is, to you, Colin. Well, what's your, what is your problem with me? And my problem is you are a hater. Why I would hate never her? wear a big baller shirt. But no, good. I didn't Don't say even that. talk to me. But I heard you say I'm not even His wearing. I, I said are hurt. that I wouldn't wear something that it as says a woman. big baller. It's the same thing. Yeah. With I mean, all due respect, I, you're a great reporter, just not reporting on me. I have a. <laughs> So I mean, it's that was the exchange. Well, he took it personal, and he was trying to play it up a little. And he was, and but my thing is, and I and I I agree. I think what he said in regards to uh, obviously not being able to, you know, if it was a woman's company, that was a obvious misstep and something he should not have said. And and you know, if you want to reprimand him or point your finger oh, at the yeah. ball at I mean, him, and can... so be it. But with that being said, for her to then immediately go, I find that disrespectful. <laughs> Uh, okay, I, I don't think, bring I that think set you of say, rules. Don't no, bring exactly. that set of rules. And I think you critiquing on how I raise my son that's also disrespectful. disrespectful. But see, that's where, that's where I like. That's where Lavar should have went after. Right. Right. right, that's where he screwed up. I think right. he made yeah, it about. I would have went. 
you're a reporter. I don't see a, a degree that says child psychology. Right. Yeah. So right. Yeah. I thought he should because have I'm much more talented. Right. Well, well, you know, hold on. I'm, so a, I'm a wordsmith. As instead many of making it about women, right. he should have flipped it. Like to, you, you're not, you're not in a position. I don't care what you do and how your position is at Fox Sports or what your role is on the Colin Cowherd show. You don't get to talk about how I raise my son, yeah. and you don't get to go as far as to say. He, but he looked was scared. Was you don't. If first of all, if you're going to call yourself a journalist and Colin Collier or a reporter, then you need to be report. a reporter and go to Lonzo Ball and ask Lonzo, "Are you afraid of your father? Yeah. Are you and afraid you to talk?" Him, and if you would have, he would have said no because no. all of his comments have been supportive of his father. And, exactly. and he's deathly afraid of his father. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I think I think we could all admit there was a. It almost felt like uh, is he, that he a threat? He wasn't, but and also he wasn't actually mad or anything either no, he and he was i heard his character breaking a little bit in that in that sense because he was like do i really have to kind of do this with you right now like i'm annoyed with you like it felt like uh, a little bit of a break in the character like stop it get away i don't know i think he was actually you think he was a little offended that would have been the that break be in a his very character thing. though because he's showing he's, us way more real than he showed us in the past agreed so i think that's where the break in the character so i'm happens. right yeah sure <laughs> But uh, our official statement is uh, our, oh as in St. Louis Live. We are live free play media. No, I'm a Midwest brand ambassador of the oh. Big Baller brand. Okay, um, Travis, is this going to be a thing? We're doing the it? company got together oh, yesterday afternoon. Uh, we decided that uh, Lavar Ball is married to a woman, mm. therefore cannot hate women. <laughs> And that is that is what our friend LeVar Ball said yesterday. Open and shut case. Now that, yeah, his retort that he was married to a woman, therefore, <laughs> but he has the a logic, ton of respect. That's the logic you get from LeVar. I like that. Uh, but, it's, but again, it's what it's the logic you get if you are pulling pages out of the Donald J. Trump playbook. I think sure. it is the thing where you're like, hey, I can never be. I have. I love women. I have a ton of respects for women. I will, I, I will put my arms all around women like... It's a gross misunderstanding of what it means to obviously respect women when you say something like that. And I think that's where his misstep was. And if you want to go after LeVar Ball for that, hey, be my guest and do just that. With that being said, the media has to understand that you also are accomplices when it comes to the behavior of LeVar Ball. You have played a role in LeVar Ball doing a lot of what he does. And I'm not saying he doesn't, he doesn't still have to face accountability. But again, if you're going to sit up here and get on your hot take horse... And call out this man and even go as far as to say, you're not talking about his business acumen. You're not talking about what he does for a brand. You're talking about what he is as a father. That's a line that she decided to cross. That's a line that the media enjoys crossing. And you have to take responsibility as well. She takes responsibility for also getting to that particular I'm, point. Yeah, I'm not mad at her. Uh, I'm just a little uh, like, hey, come on. If you're going to play in this, like, don't do the. But this, was the, this was the goal the whole time. Oh, of course. For him to say and, something stupid. And now right. for Cowherd and that show and that young lady. She now has a name. Cowherd's hey. going to have a few thousand more listeners this morning. And, yeah, at the end of the day, people, with all due respect, for lack of a better term, you pimp out LeVar Ball and what he wants to do for your station and your network. You get the ratings, and then you get to turn around when something like this happens and ultimately say, how shame on him. Yeah, don't bring that set of rules to this game. J-Bro texting in a lady. Leahy got donkey of the day on 100.3 The Beat <laughs> Breakfast Club. I listened to another black guy on the radio before 7. There you go. Sorry, DJ Envy. Wow. No, that makes Sorry, sense. Black so we are up against DJ Envy and Charlemagne the God every morning, and uh, they have a yeah, that's, decent that's audience. What, that's what our demos uh, <laughs> are, are tuning into. Uh, right City Lemming apparently saw Matty Bear at Southtown Pub last night. He likes to have conversations at the urinal. That's troubling. not a good thing. That's Let's not do that, guys. Speaking of Charlemagne, the guy. Straight ahead. Just he actually, uh, there, are, there are a couple of people I follow, and I think it's safe to say that you can follow people on Twitter or social media that you don't always agree with. I think it's good sometimes to have people in your timeline that you disagree with to see other viewpoints. And two people that I, I, I will say... I, I, I'm not a huge Charlemagne the God fan, but I, I, I have a tendency to respect his hustle. I don't always agree with what he says. And I have a ton of respect, of course, for Katie Nolan. And they have right now the two most retweeted comments in regards to the LeVar Ball situation. I'll read what Charlemagne said, who, of course, you can't catch on The Breakfast Club, but please just podcast them. Listen he to was on live. Corolla recently. Very good interview. We're going to try to get him on because he's got a book out called Black Privilege that I'd be interested to talk to him about. But he said, so a young lady disrespects LeVar Ball on national television, and when LeVar gives her that same energy back, he's the bad guy. Now, that was one perspective. 
On the other perspective, you got Katie Nolan who goes, hey, guys, don't judge LeVar Ball until you walk a mile in his shoes. Ah, ha, ha, just kidding. I'm not going to make you do that. They're trash. <laughs> Get it? Yeah. Sorry, Gaines. Midwest ambassador. I mean, they're great shoes and uh, perfectly priced. <laughs> Very well done. By uh, PB's Nolan. Pancreas. In the words of Bob Barker, speaking about LeVar Ball, this guy sucks. <laughs> I think LeVar Ball is a lot. Is oh lo- yeah, you know I don't want to go to lunch with him. No, I but do. I get Gaines does. No, I want to have happy hour with him. <laughs> but I get it. And again, Lavar Ball wouldn't be who he is, and the brand wouldn't be who it was. Oh, if, if us and the media didn't put a microphone in front of him or a camera in front of him every time. If you really think LeVar Ball's so awful, then now you should talk to your media people, talk to your radio hosts, talk to them. Don't put them on. And when it comes down to it, sure, he's trash. I would imagine a lot of us are trash if you didn't put a mic in front of us. You put a mic in front of me every morning. <laughs> trash. You should know that by now. Been know, doing this for 18 been, months. We've been trying to figure out how to, <laughs> to tell you to do that. Even your homeboy, uh, Gaines, this is interesting. The Laker great, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. I don't think LeVar Ball is doing his sons any good. No, and you can, and that's. I think it's fair to have that that opinion. I mean, that's... That is a world like you could say the Kardashians are successful financially, but they also seem like uh, vampires of some sort, <laughs> just sucking anything good out of uh, the life of everything. I, I don't know. It just it's it's perspective, man. But isn't, you it, want, but isn't it, the crave? But I feel like it's more of a craven mindset of us, the consumer. Again, we sit oh, up here we and we sit up here. We support it every day, and we then we. And in the same breath, we'll turn around and chastise LeVar Ball. He is a horrible person, and he is absolutely disgusting. But please put him on TV and radio more. What? Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's the same thing. I'm, I'm trying to think of people that, that because I'm out. There's a, there's a fighter, Chael Sonnen, never at a high level has won uh, a title. Famous for challenging and almost beating, almost beating Anderson Silva. Made a whole, made more money until McGregor came around. Probably was one of the top earners, him and GSP. Absolutely. Uh, in, in, in the UFC's history. Still, he's about to headline, he's about to headline Madison Square Garden Bellator event with uh, St. Louis native Michael Chandler will be headlining as well. Word to that. Uh, on the main card, but you, you see people like that. They talk their way into it. People hate them, this, that, the other. Now, they personally have to deal with the negative side of that sure. because if you're pulling that energy, but they're going to cash more checks, and if it's, it, do you want that life? You got to be good at it. You got to be able to talk. You got to be able to say bombastic, crazy things off the cuff. If you can master that, you can get a bigger paycheck. But you're also going to be, you might face some different consequences sure. than a guy like um, like Jason Tatum is not going to face those same sure. questions sure. as LeVar Ball. I think it's it's, uh, and I'm going to use a wrestling term here, Chris, because I know you've been studying. Well, I'm, uh, you know, sitting in with the uh, BFR guys. Um, I'm a big Mark now. Ooh, nice. well, you like that? Well, well played. Yeah. But what right now, LeVar Ball, <laughs> what, what Ball has right now is what the folks call heat. He's got a heat on him right now. So even even if you consider him the bad guy, when he shows up in a room, people boo him. People uh, hate him and spit at him and throw water at him. But people are paying attention to him. Yeah. He has heat. That's what he is right now. And so, look, in sports, whether you like it or not, folks love narratives. And folks love the good guys. You're going to have good guys. you got to have bad guys. And that's what LeVar Ball has decided that, you know, I don't think what I'm doing is bad. It's unconventional, and it certainly will probably rub people the wrong way. But if you want me to make, if you want to make me the bad guy, fine. I'm going to use that to my advantage. Well, I'm going yeah. to make sure if you're going to sit up here and chastise me and call me a bad parrot, I'm going to make sure at the end of the week you're writing me a check or you're putting money in my family's pocket. Literally, if you're going to sit up here and make me the guy that you say that I am. Well, I'm not going to do it while being poor. Gaines quote of the lot of his life yesterday. I don't know if it was radio show or podcast yesterday. Well. Took a guy to the presidency of the United States of America. It, it did. It did. And so it's funny <laughs> when I hear people say, the bar is horrible. I was like, well. You can think that, too. Sure, that's yeah. fine. But it, it seems like Americans decided at some point this past November that they can tolerate certain things. And they're okay with allowing someone to be in the highest office of the land. So don't sit up here and cry about LeVar Ball to me when you had no problem 
with what you saw the past, say, 16 months from Donald Trump. And I just, at the end of the day, when it comes down to it, I mean, people love that heat. Yeah, you're attracted to it for whatever good or bad. People like hating things way yes. more than they like loving there things. There you go. People mm-hmm. hate losing more than they like winning a lot of the times. Like it's 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 just that's how we kind of act as a society. It's very true. We have a, a thought from our friend Yale texting in. Lonzo needs to ditch his old man. Oh my. Look at all the success Lance Armstrong had after he got rid of his toxic ball. <laughs> Can I get a can I get a joke oh drum? Oh my god. Can I get Come a snare? With that can one. I get a good god, Yale. <laughs> For the love of God. I hope I hope that was the first joke Yale wrote as soon as he rolled out of the bed this morning. That was really good. Uh Yale's a great writer, so I hope that was aha, aha I'm gonna kill him with this one. From a from a and a wow, a, a position of leadership texting in. <laughs> yeah. He makes these outrage, outrageous comments because he wants the attention. It's free pub to him the amount of ad time he's gotten for big baller brand in the last few months is worth millions yeah, it absolutely is. it is absolutely. he might be an insane <laughs> douche canoe but it's not a dumb move no, no it's and that's not. from again uh, a very high-ranking position jorge the tugboat captain <laughs> he's the captain of a ship <laughs> the which is very uh, it's a very high-ranking <laughs> title and, and, and that's the point. I mean, if you're if, think about it, Chris, uh, we're oh, I'm thinking uh, we're considered small business owners ourselves. Uh, you don't think we want someone to uh, again? I'd like to say, and, and in yeah, no a, way, shape, or form is this associated with 9:20 a.m. WGNU or Radio Central. Solely Chris Denman at Tweet Denman on Twitter at We Are Live Radio at Black to the Future at LeBron Gaines <laughs> Gaines tweets. Donald Trump's a Jerk. Yeah, not a good And he should respond it. via Twitter. Yeah. He is on a Twitter rampage this morning. Well, well, we're going to have to go. I'd hate to face his wrath. I oh, bet he man. won't. I bet if, he, bet if he's up. And on that note, LeVar Ball, you could get it too. <laughs> I spoke counsel wrong. Katy Ooh, Perry. Katy Perry, your hair. Didn't she have a ton of followers? Yeah, she did. Katy Perry, your hair is too short now. Yeah, she has like the most, doesn't she? I think the, she yeah, I, I think, think so. Lady Gaga, that. you could get this wrath as well. <laughs> But that's what it comes down to. If you're a small business owner, you can't be mad at the Ball family because mm-hmm. they literally have figured out a way to not have to dig, dig into their own Good pockets question for here. millions of dollars worth of advertising. PB's Pancreas, which we've brought up. Yeah. What happens when Lonzo Ball sucks the NBA? A very good possibility. Very good possibility. Very good. Most, I mean, oh, I want to say a good possibility. It's probably he will fail. He's, he's really good. It's probable he will fail. There, there's a probability, very limited, small, but there's it exists. Is Michael Olo Candy in the uh, Lonzo, NBA Hall of Fame? There's a reason why Lonzo, look, you can say what you will about LeVar Ball's dad, but there's a reason why Le- Le- Lonzo Ball is considered one of the top three players coming into this draft, because he is good at basketball. So, so let's not... So are a lot... So are so sure, second round sure, picks. Absolutely. So yeah, Darko Milicic, and yeah, we can go down to the Sam Bowie lane. I'm fine with that, but... He's very good at basketball, and this is a probability that he may not turn into the superstar that you think he is, but there's a reason why Papa Ball is talking that talk, and there's a reason why he was one of the number one recruits in the nation a couple years ago, and there's a reason why Nike, before LeVar Ball decided to go on his rant, were willing to offer him a LeBron type of contract when it comes to shoes and apparel. So that's, uh, yeah, there's still a possibility, limited, small, but, yeah, sure, I'll play along. Uh, another great text from Jorge. Uh, the main difference between Trump and LeVar Ball is melanin. Ah, I'm noticing a theme. Well, we've, got, we've got some thinkers in mm. this morning. Hey, if you're thinking about uh, sending in a submission for fair or foul, the topic today, horn honking and traffic. Send it in. St. Louis Live Radio, all spelled out, at gmail.com. We'll give you a $10 gift certificate to Southtown Pub if you win. Send that in by 9.50 a.m. this morning. I'm uh, making sure the podcast for the first hour is up, and that will be up in moments, Travis. Moments, Chris? There's also moments that you need great insurance. Who do we go to, Travis? You know who I go to. Well, I want somebody with an executive, maybe a vice president level title. Mm, okay, that would mean if he perhaps was a vice president of marketing for perhaps an extremely successful media brand well, known as We Are Live. A, extremely is a big word. Mm-hmm. It's Kevin Abair of Liberty Mutual Insurance, Auto Home Life. Hit him up, 314-520-0386, or find him on Facebook at Kevin Abair Liberty Mutual Insurance. 
He doesn't mind a DM or two. He does not. He Get into those DMs. Hit him up. Get a quote. See if Kevin can help you. Again, Liberty Mutual Insurance. Brother Bear, a proud supporter of St. Louis Live. We are live. And anything I do. Check out Kevin Bear, And we've said this before, and we've been fortunate with this. And, and again, this is not part of the library because I have a ton of appreciation for Kevin Bear and the business that he does. Oh, are we saying thank you to people? Not only that. No, I'm just saying we're saying thank you to a, a great sponsor like him because we've been fortunate to work with sponsors in the past th- that we patronize ourselves and that we have a ton of respect for. And that's always been our goal. And I will have to say that we've been doing this for a little bit over a year and a half now that we can say that we've worked with people not only that we like but are extremely good at the services that they provide. So make sure you guys check out Kevin A. Bear, especially when it comes to insurance. These are important things in your life, boys and girls. Come on. You're going to need someone that you can trust, someone that you can go to, and someone that you can rely on. Kevin A. Bear is your man. And someone really, that damn good. He is. He really is. <laughs> Giamani's got the, got the trigger happy happy today, boy. He is ready to fire off. Uh, Gaines did mention Chris. Uh, when he's not out on the pitch. Uh, yeah, when he's not on the pitch. <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna bring in a soccer ball for you to tomorrow, Giamatti. We'll see how well you do. Uh, he was right. Uh, President Trump did go on a, a mild rant. That's for him. Or it's, for... a, it's mild for him. It's just two tweets. But uh, the tweet he sent out an hour ago, uh, when around the time we started the show, with all the legal acts that took place in the Clinton campaign and Obama administration, there was never a special counsel appointed. This is the single greatest witch hunt of a politician. In American history. And that was tweeted about an hour ago from President Donald J. Trump. Uh, if you're running as the. That's light work, the, to be honest with you. That's kind of light work for him. Well, do. but at the same time, like, can we stop with the feel sorry for me stuff? Like, aren't you. He like, did that it, yesterday. He I'm did not it. even blaming Republicans for this, Republicans, Democrats, whomever. Like, you're the president, man. Like, act tough. Like, don't say things like i get picked on by the press yeah that's and that's the thing like for i mean like isn't that weird it is it is from a leadership standpoint you're going to get picked on from a leadership standpoint you're going to be aren't you above that from a leadership standpoint my thing is as a leader as a ceo uh, as a president whether it's of a country or a company you're going to get critiqued at its highest level you're the point man you're the face that's going to happen People don't, you know, they don't ask about the secretaries or the valet drivers when things go wrong. They ask about the CEOs and the presidents and the captains and the leaders. That's what comes with the job. And so my thing is, at this point, you have to understand that whether it's fair or not, it comes with the territory. I remember No, easily. fair fouls about no, well, that's uh, well, that's honking your horn today. Shut up. But when it comes down to it, ultimately, I think that's what leadership should be about. You have to understand. You have to rise, as Christian said, above it. And especially when you're in front of our, in front of our soldiers, in front of at a commencement yeah. speech, it, it ain't about you. If there's ever a moment, I'm sorry. With These all guys the are respect, saving people like pulling them out of the ocean. Like whether if it was Barack, whether if it was Hillary, and whether it's President Trump. At the end of the day, man, it ain't about you. It's about the people and it's about those soldiers and troops that you were in front of yesterday at this commencement speech ain't nobody trying to hear it man i'm up here i didn't spend four years i didn't gone through all this rigorous training i didn't spend all this money i had to get you know i had to basically get two state representatives to sign off for me to even enter the the coast guard you had to go through this rigorous process and you're talking about you no man talk about me and me going out into the world to protect this country that's what it's about that's true leadership no one wants to hear you cry about the the refs we can't sit up here and say oh man we can't sit up here and blame the umps can't blame the refs oh you can't blame the press don't do that don't sit up here just because things aren't going your way to blame them. no that just look we're gonna call a spade a spade let's be honest i don't care what side of the racist oh well if you use it in a particular way or but if you're a card player like us uh, let's call it what it is. Single greatest witch hunt. This from the birther guy. Barner. <laughs> I would I would think some uh, young ladies in uh, Salem would have uh, something to say about witch hunts going wrong. Just a thought. Just a thought. Oh my my corn didn't grow. No, yeah. you Blame it on the lady that lives next door. If I'm him, I, and I, I'm surprised he's not more defiant. Like, I, I, I took him as a guy that's like, bring it on. Bring it on, baby. I'm Donald J. Trump. Let's roll. You see my buildings made of gold, baby. I'm going to rock this out. Mm-hmm. Let's go. That's what I expected. 
to see him then go back to the old Obama Hillary well. Come on, baby. Come on. I, I like I like the line in the uh, Dark Knight. This town deserves a better, <laughs> better villain. Better classic criminal. Better classic criminal. Come on, man. Come on, Donald. Give me your best joker. Uh, oh, shoot. Come on. Uh, uh, would you like to play a game? <laughs> That was probably that my was best quick. one. That was good. That was probably my best. Give my please. More like Bane than the it Joker. Was, yeah. It was. a little <laughs> bit of Bane. a better Bane. It was than a your Bane. Of, but that was the closest I can get, GMI, So make sure you clip that off. <laughs> I need that one. <laughs> you know what that reminds me of? Again, everything. I smile. Everything. Thanks. Exactly. Like everything in sports talk radio today. Reminds me of an office episode when everybody decided to dress up as uh, Heath Ledger's Joker <laughs> for Halloween. <laughs> that was the best thing ever because you saw girls dress like I'll be the nurse. I'll Joker. be the I'll be the sexy yeah. Heath Ledger Joker. And then you saw Kevin. He was the oversized, Dwight. the big. And then Dwight. He thought he was about to kill the game. Dwight coming Friend into of the work. show Creed Bratton. Oh, and he was damn it, Creed. Uh, damn it, Creed. <laughs> damn it. Can we just not do a morning show and just Let's do an, play, an just, office? Just do an office we break recap down show. Even, it's a good podcast. It really would be. Chris, go ahead. Copyright it now. This day in, the, in office history. <laughs> this day in office history. Copyrighted that we're going to piggyback on Did that not, not seem like the coolest? Chris Hardwick taking it to NBC. Oh, my God. Mom. You figured it out. Eight-year yeah. podcast. You just do one a week. And you recap. <laughs> you just, Take season actually, breaks, and they're actually, actually, that is the new thing. In fact, yeah, uh, there's a lot the, of true crime podcast. true crime, but the West Wing. They're actually going back. The characters who are on the West Wing are doing a podcast where they go back and they review old West Wing episodes. And All each new is- episode of the West Wing, they recap. And it's getting how like stupid millions of downloads because it's really good. No, how stupid are we? We're all dumb. this is is DVD commentary. Oh, absolutely. That's all this is. And it's brilliant. So we should go back. Uh, let's go back and do the Cosby show. I don't think anybody's going to touch that one. Uh, yeah. uh, do you know what? Something into Claire's drink there. Uh, I'm actually... <laughs> I'm actually mad about this. Good God. That we didn't think of this first. But uh, for a while, Greg Fitzsimmons was advocating that all comedians just steal Cosby's material. (laughs) Like, hey, this is like an open treasure chest now. Run with it, and you can just have anything that Cosby's ever written, and it won't be considered stealing. I like that idea. That is really fun. Strip him of his creative fruit. (laughs) (laughs) Creative fruit? That's correct. Clip that one off, Giamatti. Oh. Yeah, you don't have to. <laughs> Create a I like fruit. picking on Travis better than having me. Again, great Joker, Joker Bane impression. That was good. Have you uh, have you cut into the uh, sack of food that <laughs> I haven't Tone had a delivered? chance to? I, I don't want to eat live on the air. That's kind of that's yeah. That's a that's a major no no. You don't do that. Uh, speaking of uh, the Trumps, there. Uh, your boy Jimmy Fallon. Everybody remember last September where he interviewed President Trump. And a lot of people gave him a lot of flack about it. And I, I think I, of a lot of things to get outraged about, that was low on my personal outrage major. I understand that people saw that as him normalizing perhaps uh, the president's behavior or president of the candidate Trump at the time. But I, I thought that really attacking Jimmy Fallon was low on the uh, priority list as far as the issues uh, that we're facing this country. Uh, I think Jimmy Fallon is Jimmy Fallon. I don't think if you anticipated him being Walter Cronkite, yeah, something's wrong with you. But I, I get it that maybe there were a segment of society and maybe even his audience that wanted Jimmy to kind of you know press back. But he essentially came out recently in a New York Times profile with Dave Isikoff uh, saying that he admits that that interview devastated him. It kind of knocked the wind out of his sails because a lot of people in the industry kind of turned the side eye to him. Um, and he, he says now that if he could, um, he probably would do it a little bit differently. Uh, but he essentially says he, he wants to be apolitical. And to be honest with you, I think I don't, if as you much as political as I am. go down that path. But when, not only that, Chris, when you go down that path and that ain't, in the words of LeVar Ball, your lane, it's even worse. You can look really stupid and really yeah, uninformed, yeah, uninformed. When, in fact, most of America, 90% of America is probably uninformed. Absolutely. So I think, and that's never been Jimmy Fallon's MO. That's never been his calling card. It wasn't Jimmy I, Kimmel's either, though, and he's kind of adapted to uh, it. But Jimmy Kimmel's up. Yeah, he but speaks he's, up more. He's he's sharper. You think so? You think Jimmy, Jimmy Kimmel's Kim- a little bit more political, though? Jimmy oh, Kimmel, sure. If you watch his monologues, Trump every night. 
Yeah. He, is it anti more Trump yeah. to it? Is, or is he doesn't, it? Yeah, he doesn't like him. But it, at the same time, Kimmel's always been a smart ass and has always, he'll argue with people too. No, I know. But like, so what I'm saying is he's taken what he does but and you don't, adapted it to, he has. So you're saying, but no, 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 no. But I'm saying, so what so, should Fallon do? A silly thing where like Trump's like a He a does dollar? a Trump impression. He does. He, he can has, do a lot of skits. He can he do has, He has Sketches. upped his Trump with Trump. Sketches. Skits. Sketches. Skits. Sketches. <laughs> He yes. has upped his his Trump content, uh, but again, I, I'm not expecting Jimmy Fallon to be John Stewart. And I think if John, if Jimmy Fallon tried to be John Stewart, he would become incredibly exposed. Now, I think he can do it incrementally. He could do it a little bit here, a little bit there. But if it's not his personality, if it's not his style, it's trying to force comedians to do something they're natu- not natural at, it looks bad. It, again, an example I always bring up. Uh, Richard Pryor would say for years he tried to model his act behind Bill Cosby. The clean cut, not cussing, yeah. and Richard Pryor sucked. He was terrible. He was awful. People were like, you're, do not do comedy anymore. Unless you're going to do your thing, don't do comedy because you trying to be Bill Cosby ain't working. So Jimmy Fallon trying to be more Stephen Colbert, even more Kimmel, ain't his lane. So I, I think the, the pushback. Uh, Fallon made it to... SNL sweetheart status as the guy who broke during sketches. Yes, he's notorious for laughing in the middle of sketches. He's a goofy guy who put out a comedy album where he like did Nick Cage impressions. He did a movie like, with not... Queen Latifah where he was a taxi driver for Christ's sake. He, he caused the Cardinals. He the caused news. the yeah, true. He caused the he's a, a performer. He could do it. I get it though. Where he doesn't. Want, yeah, he caused the Cardinals to lose the 2004 World Series. We him and Drew Barrymore. We'll never forget that. Drew Barrymore ain't allowed on the hill till this day. Mm-hmm. No way. You stay away, Drew Barrymore. Hey, people, what am I gonna do? <laughs> but you're that's right. your, I, but that's I, me I, doing I, Jimmy Fallon series. <laughs> yeah, that was it, and it, it was mm-hmm. pretty bad. I think though, I can do his Robin Williams also. <laughs> I think though, when you, I get what Gaines is coming from, but that he doesn't have that, if you will, skill set. Jimmy Fallon has no, but that skill set. I'm, I'm saying, I'm saying Jimmy Fallon needs to use his skill set and okay. go. Okay, that's fair. But that's don't you respect him? Well, I guess if it if it hurts ratings, then you got to say hey, you got to play the well, game. Like Colbert, well, they were like Corden had all the heat, and Colbert's ratings were terrible. True. And then Trump was elected president. But then also, but with Colbert switched. though, but that was also Colbert's lane. Now again, Colbert's early missteps was because he was trying to get away from the character that he created essentially when he was on Comedy Central. So he thought, and a lot of people thought, in fact, the folks at CBS thought that, hey, if you go away from that and you play down the middle and you're not as political, it's going to be a raving success. So someone at CBS suggested also, and Stephen Colbert, with it being his first big-time gig, you're replacing Letterman, he was probably like, okay, I'm game for that. But then when he realized, okay, not being me, being unnatural – is truly hurting me. Let me go to, if I'm going down with the ship, I'm going to go down, you know, with my best efforts. Or as Adam Wainwright says, if he's going to hit my best pitch, he's going to hit my best pitch, but I'm going to give him my best pitch. That's what Colbert has done, and it's worked for him. I just wonder well, but, if yeah, you go But on. if Trump's not elected president, it doesn't work for him. That's a, that's a good question. I don't, I, don't, I don't know if that's true. I think... Oh, nah, come on. Like, do you, would not, you maybe well, say... Well, here's why he I would, think it would be different. Focus- on something else, then maybe. I think he would have a political bet because we saw how well he did during the Obama administration. No, I'm saying, yes, he would have, but it's, he's not getting the success in ratings. People are tuning in to hear funny, true, like whatever else would have been going on in politics around this time. It's amazing that a, a very relatively conservative ish network like CBS is, I mean, I'm, I'm sure at the end of the day it comes down to the bottom line, mm-hmm. obviously, but. I was I was kind of shocked. I thought maybe CBS would have put the clamps on that, but I guess ultimately at the end of the day, when it comes to keeping jobs, saving jobs, and making money, they're presently closing their eyes when it comes to his "quote unquote" anti-Trump content. Uh, quick update: uh, someone is snorting. Oh, it's Jaybro snorting in her cubicle from Travis's horrible impression. <laughs> So that's an update. If you missed that, we'll have the podcast up shortly on the We Are Live Radio. I can try it again. iTunes. Okay, so give us another Joker. You guys want to see a magic trick? (laughs) What is that? What happened? I don't know what that is. He turns to me. He turns to me. 
Why so serious? Okay, okay, let's do that. Here we go. Why so serious? Cage, what's happening? Giamatti, one more time. Okay, I'm going to get it. I'm going to get this. Serious. Here we go. Why so serious? He comes at me with the knife. Why so serious? Okay. Why so serious? It's like Yoda. Yoda. It's like Yoda. That was kind of Yoda. Yoda. Didn't have any green tea. This is serious. Why so? Oh, my gosh. Let's hear yours, Gaines. It sounds like the leprechaun. (laughs) Back. It sounds like the leprechaun from the leprechaun movies. Uh, Maddie Bear <laughs> says Fallon is funnier than Jason Siegel and Anthony Anderson. Okay, Suck we it, can Travis. end this segment right the hell now. I'm going to go with no, he's not funnier <laughs> he than Jason Siegel. He's not funnier than Jason Siegel. Much funnier than Anthony Anderson. Though. Shut up. Shut up. I want Gaines. Get Jason Siegel. I don't. He listens to us. 314. <laughs> 314, you guys suck as a political show. <laughs> not going to argue that. I don't disagree at all. Not, not one bit. <laughs> I completely agree there. J-Bro is going to try and get another waitress fired this weekend from WCL. <laughs> I don't know what's up with that. I'm going to need is to know the story. Also, good question. Somebody give me a podcast or a radio show link to a good political show. Yeah. <laughs> I want the link to that one. Basically, are they saying exactly how I think? <laughs> That's what I, I'll walk in and vote for Gary Johnson because he was on Joe Rogan. Was, I was guilty of it. Like this guy, you know what? He's he's humble. He's smart. And then he, you know, just couldn't hold it together. I still do think he aliens do live. <laughs> In Idaho, ah, Gary no, not Johnson. the not the Alex Jones. Oh, episode. that's, that's no. Alex Jones. Not that's that you, now that's a good political show. <laughs> Colbert isn't playing the character. I didn't like the Colbert Colbert rapport, but I love the late night show now from Barnha Brock. Hey, Chris Cornell, a biggest one hit wonder ever, Temple of the Dog. They formed this. They did. Yeah. Oh, they definitely goes on that list a little bit. Yeah. So uh, enjoy that as we're headed out. Great second hour. If I might say so myself, it was a political hour. And probably the best you could have heard anywhere <laughs> in the world. Take that. Chris Denman, Travis Trell, Michael Gaines, Giamatti in the glass. That's hanging out back there. Thanks to South City Tone for dropping off a bucket of food for Travis. <laughs> if you haven't yet, follow us online, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, all those great places. Follow the podcast, download it, subscribe, review. Quick break here on 920 AM WGNU streaming live. We are live radio.com. Be right back. I'm going home.